Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Now, in today's episode, I am interviewing the Facebook ad expert, okay? I am talking to the wonderful Jamie um, and we are going to be diving into all things ads. We're going to be talking Instagram ads, Facebook ads, the big mistakes people make and how to rectify it. So if you are a small business, a big business, if maybe your business has changed in light of what is happening in the world and you are thinking that you need to reach more of your ideal customers but you just don't know how, then this is the episode for you. And also, if you have ever I hold my hands up, I've done this as well. But if you have ever pressed the boost button on Facebook, Jamie is going to tell you why we need to stop doing that and what we need to do instead. Now, if you are interested in knowing more about Jamie, don't worry, all of the information is gonna be in the show links below. If you want to get in touch, then make sure you know that my Instagram is victoria.maskell and my email is victoria at victoriamaskell.com. If you've got any suggestions for episodes, if you have got someone that you know would be an amazing guest on this podcast, let me know. I will get in touch with them. I love bringing experts in their field onto this episode, onto this podcast, so they can bring you the really, really nitty gritty information. Okay, let's dive into this episode. I hope everyone listening is safe and well. I'm sending you so much love and positivity, and I will let us go into the interview now. Okay, great. Okay, so Jamie, why don't you tell everyone listening a little bit about who you are and who you help? Yeah, um, so my name is Jamie and I'm a marketing and Facebook ad strategist. I've worked in digital marketing for the last um, seven years now, but really have niched down to just uh, focusing on helping clients and teaching clients on how to use Facebook and Instagram ads to grow their businesses because in my experience, um, just with all the work that I've done over the years, Facebook ads has really been the one piece of what I've learned in marketing that has helped me to really move my clients' businesses forward in the most efficient way and affordable way and um, in the quickest way. So I, I love using them. I've decided to like, really just focus my whole business on, on those because it's, it's a beast in of itself. And so instead of focusing on multiple things, I've really just narrowed down to um, Facebook and Instagram ads. Amazing. I am so excited for this episode. Um, I'm sure I will talk about it midway through, but Facebook ads are one of those things that are not my zone of genius. So that is why you're here because I know you are a specialist. You're like the queen of Facebook ads, but I'd love to know how you got into this. Like, how did you start your business? Why Facebook ads? Can you just dive into that a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. Um, So like I said, I've worked in digital marketing for the last um, about seven years. I got started um, doing marketing in college. I did a bunch of internships. And then right out of college, I started working at a mortgage real estate firm doing marketing there. And that's really when I got my first taste of doing Facebook ads. I was doing um, just a handful of digital marketing. So I was doing some Google ads, Facebook ads, I was doing social media marketing, creating content, just doing a handful of things for them. And so I left that company uh, to start my own business um, because to be honest, what, how it all happened was I loved my job. I loved what I was doing, but I started to get asked by a lot of people um, about what I was doing because social media marketing and digital marketing was still so new back then that a lot of people were curious. And uh, I just had a lot of people coming, coming to me for advice, asking for help on it. So finally one day it just was like, why don't I just make this a business make this a thing? I'm already helping people 
And I just was so intrigued about the idea of getting to work with more businesses too, rather than just have to focus on the one um, company I was working with at the time. So started my business. Um, but like I said, I was really doing a handful of things in marketing and I considered myself sort of a Jill of all trades and it was great. I was able to help clients, but I just felt like, um, there was, if there was one piece that was really moving the needle forward for them, it was Facebook ads. And so I actually, what happened was one day I had a client that came to me and they were really anxious to start generating more leads for their business. They were wanting to scale quickly. And they had said, you know, I'm going to give you a $500 at a budget to use towards Facebook ads. And we'd love for you to see what sort of results you can get to help generate leads and see if we can use this as a, as a, you know, marketing platform for a business to help grow and scale. So I took that as a challenge because I, I love a good challenge and I was like, cool, let's do this. And I did a bunch of research and some testing. And a few weeks later I turned that $500 into like over 200 leads for their company. And they were mind blown by that. It was like over just over $2 cost per lead. um, And they were selling on the back end a product that was close to $2,000. And so they were like, wow, if we can even turn like one of these leads into a sale, this is going to be huge. Mm -hmm. Well, long story short, they ended up turning, um, I can't remember exactly how many sales they generated, but they ended up um, creating about 67K in revenue off of that $500 in Facebook ads. And that's when I just had that light bulb moment of like, wow, this can be such a powerful tool for people's businesses. And so I decided to go all in, learned everything that I could, just study them, started taking on any client that would allow me to use Facebook ads for their business so I could gain experience because I knew that was going to be kind of the quickest way I could really learn. And, and I just dove in from there. So that's how it all started. And actually, I think as you were describing that, number one, your passion for this comes through 100%. But number two, I think like there's a big money mindset piece there because I bet there will be people listening to this going, 500 pounds, that's a lot to invest in Facebook ads. That's a big chunk of money. But actually, it's about what happens afterwards. It's about the leads and then turning those into sales. And actually, can you just repeat again? So 500 pounds in ad spend. And then what would you say that client got out of that at the end result, how much was that? It was about $67,000 in wow. revenue. Wow. 500 investment in a positive service that is going to get you in front of the people who need your products, 67K. That's, that's actually incredible. So maybe this is kind of a, a silly question, but like, what would you say are the biggest benefits of Facebook ads? Because I think... I think they potentially have a bit of a bad reputation because I think sometimes people look at them and go, too scary, too complicated, too many moving pieces, don't understand how to do it, not for me. So what would you kind of challenge that with? Definitely. Well, I would challenge that with, um, you know, as business owners or as someone who has to grow a business, we, like our number one job is to continually be able to reach new customers so that we can continue to grow our sales. And to me right now, there's no better place online to be able to do that than on Facebook and Instagram. They're the largest social media platforms. Um, It's where people spend majority of their time. One out of every five minutes on mobile is spent on Facebook or Instagram. So there's literally no better place than those platforms for you to be able to show up in front of your potential customers. And then in addition to that, Um, if anyone's ever tried Facebook or Instagram ads before, you know that Facebook offers a variety of options for you to be able to target your specific customers very, very specifically with their platform. So if you want to reach people who like a certain, like, like your competitor or people who are following an influencer in your space that, you know, also teaches the same thing that you do, you can target those people with your Facebook ads. And that's just that ability to be able to show up 
so strategically in front of your customer is um, something that a lot of other advertising platforms haven't ever offered in the past. So just the combination of those two things to me makes it the most um, powerful place for you to be able to show up as a business owner, not to mention that it's it's the most affordable advertising medium right now. So I, like I said, I got my start in Google ads um, and then switched to really Facebook and Instagram ads because when I saw the cost difference, I was like, wow, you can, you can get started with a small budget. And, and it's not one of those platforms where unless you, you know, you have a big brand budget, you're, you know, you, you can't play in the Facebook ad waters. That's not the case at all. You know, for a few dollars a day, you can get started and you can start seeing real meaningful results from your business. And so for that reason, I love Facebook ads. It's just, um, I think that it, they get a bad rap because a lot of people have done, they've pressed the boost button or they've pressed the promote button that Facebook offers on their platform. And I will just preface by saying that that is not the way you run your Facebook ads. You always want to go into the back end of the ads manager and set them up there. Because if you ever done that, you probably have lost money on Facebook ads. And so I can completely understand if you feel like they are just like a waste of money or they don't do anything. Um, but I can just say that if you set up Facebook ads the right way, if you have a plan, um, they do offer everything that you need to succeed on their platform and get really amazing results. And that was just one scenario that I talked to you about, but I've seen, I've literally helped hundreds of businesses profit with Facebook ads. And so I've seen it proven with like, no matter what it is that you do, no matter what it is that you sell, no matter who your market is, it's possible to succeed on the platform. Yeah. And I think that's so important because I know there will be people listening to this who have maybe have just started their business or they've, because of what's going on in the current climate, they have kind of just moved to more online. And I think another kind of big misconception is Facebook ads are only for massive companies. They're only for people who can like throw 10 K into an ad spend. And it's just not the case, is it? They're from what you're saying, they're literally accessible for a couple of pounds a day. Is that what you said? Dollars yep. Just for, yeah, a couple of pounds, a couple of dollars a day. Um, I have lots of clients that get started on like $5 a day budgets. And then once they, you know, run their ads for 30 days, they make some money back and they can use that to reinvest and scale it from there. So, um, it, yeah, it doesn't need to be something where you spend a lot of money, mm -hmm. um, to, in order to get really big results. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about that boost button. Now, this is, this is my first pet peeve. When I very first started, I hold my hands up. Facebook said, you can boost this post for just 10 pounds and this will reach. And I thought, this is so easy. There I was hitting that boost button and it came back to bite me. So can you just, and I know I'm not the only person because I have talked to other small business owners and they've said to me, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to boost this. And now knowing the little bit I know, I know that that is not a good thing. So can you just explain to us, like, what is the difference between boosting something and actually going into the back end and doing it the way you do it? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I'm really glad we're bringing this up because I think some people do know the difference, but there's a lot of people who don't. And, um, and that's okay. We've all been there. I used to press the boost and promote button all the time at my first job. Um, that's like how I got started in ads. I thought that's what Facebook ads were. Um, but basically what you're doing when you, when you do that, um, when you hit that boost or promote button is you're, you're still creating a Facebook ad, but you're doing it in sort of like the, it's sort of like pressing the easy button, right? At like, <laughs> at like Staples, like you're, you're getting it done, but it's the easiest way. And therefore Facebook doesn't allow you to utilize all of their full features of the platform. So you'll notice that even when it comes to boosting a post, there's not as many targeting options. There's not as many, there's just not as many options in terms of how you would create your ad to actually make sure that it's going to get you the result that you're looking for. So, um, 
basically Facebook offers that is like an easy way for people to get started with ads. And that's why it's there. It's like, they'll even say, Hey, your post is performing really well. You should boost it or you should promote it and put a little bit more money towards it. Um, but like I said, when you do that, you're not actually able to capitalize on all the full features of the platform. So I always recommend going into the back end of the ads manager and setting up a Facebook ad there because you're going to get all sorts of capabilities more for targeting. You can do retargeting there, which you can't do with a boosted post. Mm -hmm. um, and you're just going to, like I said, get access to features that you wouldn't to where you'll be able to make sure setting up your campaign to get you the results you want rather than just sort of pressing a boost button, putting some money, and then just hoping that mm -hmm. it's shown to the right people and gets you your results when Facebook has no idea what it is that you're really looking for, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, I... I say so many times on this podcast that anything tech related is not my zone of genius. So I would be that person going, I see the easy option. I'll just press the button and leave it to leave, leave it to do its thing. But actually with so many things, it's about doing it the right way, taking the time, analyzing, like you were saying, looking at the retargeting, looking at your audience, looking at what your product or your service is and actually who would benefit from it and then creating an ad from that. Now, I, as you know, like a lot of the stuff I do is mindset work. Um, I have therapy sessions. It, it's all to do with that. And one problem that I think I've come across with Facebook ads is the type of content. And I know um, some other small businesses, like um, I've got a great friend who's a hypnotherapist. The language you use in a Facebook ad is really important, isn't it? In terms of keeping to Facebook's rules, which sometimes I think maybe aren't as clear to laymen like me as I'd like them to be. But can you just talk a little bit maybe about the content of a Facebook ad, the language you can use, any kind of top tips you've got around that side of things? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question because the language you use in your Facebook ad is a huge, huge piece of it. Um, there are a couple of key things that make a Facebook ad. Targeting is one of them, but your copy and your messaging, I would say, is another key piece, right? Because your copy and your messaging is what actually gets people to take action on your ad as opposed to just continuing to scroll and, and, and ignore what you're saying, right? So when it comes to your messaging, um, I say that with your ad, the most important thing is your hook. So the most important thing is that first piece of text that somebody sees in your ad. Um, what I, the biggest mistake I see people make is they'll immediately start by almost making it like a, like a organic post on Instagram where they're like saying like, Hey, happy Friday. And then they're like, they're talking, they're, they're using the copy ads if they're talking to people who already know them when you're, you have to remember most of the time when we're running ads, we're showing up in front of cold traffic, people who don't know us, unless you're doing retargeting, most of the time you're showing up in front of cold traffic. So if you want people who don't know you to care about what it is that you have to say yeah. in your Facebook ad, you have to start off with a compelling hook that's going to draw them in. And the best way to do that is to start off by talking is by leading with value first mm -hmm. off by giving them something. So not actually asking them to buy from you because yeah. that's actually the quickest way to turn somebody off on <laughs> Facebook by leading with value and then um, leading with the problem that you solve and how you can help them solve it. Because people, the biggest motivator of humans psychologically is being driven out of either pain that we're feeling or being driven towards some sort of pleasure, some sort of desire that we want to gain in our lives. And so if you can speak to those things in your ad copy, you're immediately going to be so much more effective with your messaging because it will connect with your ideal audience and what they're thinking and it'll resonate with them. And that's how you get people to stop and pay attention to your ads is when you connect with them and it doesn't feel like it's an ad necessarily.
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like I, I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. I think when it comes to Facebook ads, sometimes they come up in my timeline and I'm like, what is this? But other times yeah. I'm totally drawn in and I'm like, that is it. How did they know? That's the exact problem I'm having right now. Yes. And, and it's, I think when you read something and it's like that person is talking to you, it's like they knew your problem. They knew what you were just saying to your friend or your colleague. That's when you're in. You don't, it doesn't matter who the person is, you're like drawn into it. And I guess that's the aim of a Facebook ad to be able to offer that and feel like you're almost talking to your ideal client. That is 100% what you want to be able to do. And yeah, that is 100% the goal. And so something that I actually recommend to a lot of the people that I work with is that if you're not already doing this in your business to keep a Google document of the things that your ideal clients say to you when you're taking your sales calls or when you're, when you're DMing them or just when you're getting to speak with them in a casual conversation, what are the things that they're bringing up as the biggest problems and challenges in their life? What are the biggest things that they're talking about that they desire and want? And like, how are they saying that? Like, what is the language they're actually using? Write that down because if you can use that exact same language in your Facebook ad, like you said, it really creates that like, wow, this person, this person knows exactly how I feel. And that's again, how you build not just connection, but you build credibility and trust. And that is the key piece to then getting somebody to buy from you on the back end of your Facebook ads. They have to know that you get how they feel first. Right. And so, Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think if anyone is listening to this and they have a business, a small business, a big business, even if you're not thinking of Facebook ads, that bit of information that Jamie just gave there is so, so important. Get that Google doc, write down the language of your clients, your customers, the people who walk through the door, the people who you've had sessions with, look at the language because that is so important to content, to course writing, to everything. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, not just for ads. Like you said, you can use this for like your social media posts, your emails, like everything you're doing to speak to your customer online, this will help with. So 100%. Okay. So can you tell me, like I, I've seen a lot of, I I think Instagram is my favorite social media platform. I like Facebook, but I think Instagram is like, it's my favorite place. And I love Instagram stories. So how would you give, um, what advice would you give to someone who was like, right, how can I use Instagram stories? How can I do Instagram ads? Or maybe are they called sponsored ads on Instagram? Is it the same kind of thing? Yeah, either way, that's just another way to say it. But but yes, um, that's a great question. So I, I'm with you. I love Instagram. It's also my favorite <laughs> platform. I got started on Facebook, but over the years, mm-hmm. I've definitely become a huge Instagram fan. Um, the thing that's really nice is because Facebook owns Instagram. When you go to set up an ad within the ads manager, even though it's technically through Facebook, you can set up your ads also to the Instagram platform. So if you want to create an Instagram story ad, that's actually how I would recommend doing it mm-hmm. and setting it up still in the ads manager or in even to the Instagram newsfeed, I'd still recommend setting it up that way. Um, but when it comes to doing that, I just would really make sure that you're thinking about, again, thinking about the platform as you create your ad, right? So one thing I'd first recommend doing is like, you know, if you're going to be running an ad both on Facebook and Instagram, on Instagram, you might want to consider how that ad needs to be different than how it is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram, we use square images typically in the newsfeed versus Facebook. You'll see a lot of rectangular images. And then same thing with Instagram stories. We're not using square images. We're using those full, you know, those full length, um, like vertical images. Um, so you know, you want to be thinking about that as you create your ads, um, thinking about how you can make it native to the platform, thinking about the types of images you see on Instagram and keeping your ad the same. Um, you, it's it's like, you want your ad to 
to blend in so it doesn't feel like an ad. Um, and then obviously still have something about it that stands out. So it stops people, but you, you don't want that experience where someone stops and they're like, oh, this is an ad. Like they clearly look at it and they're like, this person's trying to sell me something that automatically creates a bad experience, especially on Instagram because Instagram's newer. We're not as used to being sort of inundated with as many, um, advertisements on there as we are on Facebook. Facebook, they're kind of everywhere, like the right column and they're, you know what I mean? In the newsfeed and in your videos and like, they're kind of everywhere on Facebook or Instagram. We're not used to that as much. So you do have to think about that. Um, so, you know, even when it comes to running like Instagram story ads, I always recommend like creating the story like on Instagram, mm -hmm. like in your app first, right? Downloading it to your phone and then uploading it as an ad. Cause then it's still going to feel, it's going to come across like a real Instagram story yet. It'll be able to pop up in front of people that you wouldn't have the opportunity to otherwise. And the other great thing about Instagram stories is you can utilize the swipe up feature. So if you don't have 10 K followers yet and you're like, how do I get that 10 K followers? You can run an Instagram story ad and get that in the meantime. So yeah. I love that feature. Um, just because yeah, if you don't have that, this is a really great way to capitalize just even on running ads to your existing audience, right? Because they don't have that capability right now. So if you can, if you have something really important you want to put in front of people, this can be a great way to just capitalize on getting as many clicks as possible from your existing audience by showing back up in front of them. Yeah. Okay. So whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, what would you recommend? Cause I, I actually have seen conflicting views on this. Like what do you recommend that people are creating ads for or to like, should it be to grow your email list? Should it be to sell a product? Should it be to just get people to kind of go to your page and find out more about you? What would you say is the best way to use any form of ad? I love that question. Um, cause you're right. There are so many different ways that you can use Facebook ads and I wouldn't necessarily say there's only one right way or, or you know, to, to use yeah. them, but how I, prefer to use Facebook ads and how I teach everyone to look at them is Facebook ads are an investment for your business. Mm -hmm. And so paying to just get reach and brand awareness is not the best use of that investment because you can't, it's really, I'm not going to say can't, but it's really hard to attribute back. Um, what's happened from that brand awareness, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of leads, sales, any of that. So I recommend using Facebook ads for lead generation in my mind it is a platform best used for showing up in front of your potential audience and offering them something so that you can get them onto your email list and then market to them for free, right? Best use of your money right there is to pay yeah. to actually get a free audience that you now own to off of Facebook and Instagram that you own for life. So I recommend using it for lead generation because then once you get somebody in the door, it's like I said, you can email them on the back end until you can build them up to a sale. You now have the ability to retarget them, which um, then you can track what happens from that. So it just makes the whole process of running ads easier to track and therefore easier to figure out what's working and what's not. Yeah. Um, where if you're running ads for like brand awareness or like just to send somebody, you know, to your website to go learn more, that doesn't, it's so hard, I guess, like I said, to figure out if that's effective for you, if that's really working. So I recommend starting by, like I said, lead generation and by giving someone something for free. So whatever your best freebie is, as it relates to what you do in your business, um, that's something I also have to preface because I see a lot of people offering something for free that doesn't necessarily align with the thing that they're trying to sell people to in the end. Let me give you an example of that. Let's say you're a copywriter. Maybe you're giving away um, email templates, like 
uh, for free that people can download. But then on the back end, you're trying to um, have people, I don't know, you're trying to get clients to uh, work with you so that you, you can write their website copy. Yeah. Two different things, right? Somebody who's looking help for help with their emails and somebody who's looking for help with their website have two different problems, right? Yeah. And then they're two different places. So, and so to, in my mind, whatever you're giving away for free also really, like I said, needs to align with whatever it is that you're selling in the end. And if you can do that with Facebook ads, that to me is the most effective way that you can make sure you're attracting the right people and then bringing them in and in a place where you can guarantee you'll be able to take them like through a journey through steps with you to the point to where they'll eventually be able to buy from you or work with you. And you can now attribute an ROI to those ads because that's what it's all about, right? Is being yeah. able to figure out like, how much do I need to spend to make a certain amount? And then you can do that all day long. This is it. Like, if I think about the manifestation piece, like so many people will say to me, yeah, but seeing is believing. And I start saying, yeah, but you've got to believe it to see it. But if we think about Facebook ads, we, we need to know, as I think as human beings, we need to know what's happening. And if there's no way of tracking these people or, or finding out if they're the right people or they're enjoying your content or they're finding it useful, yeah. You instantly think that the Facebook ads aren't working. They're not helpful. They might be, but you can't see that. And I think, yeah, we just, we love tangibles and it makes us go, that worked, that didn't, that's helpful, that's not. And then we can move on from there. So I love that. Can we dive in to like a little bit more nitty gritty with the Facebook ad things? Because I've got a couple of questions and I think you've mentioned the first one. Can you tell us a little bit more about retargeting? Like, what is it? Why would we use it? That kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so retargeting is, if you've ever been on Facebook or Instagram, you've gone to visit somebody's website, you were looking at maybe some shoes, and then you come back to Facebook or Instagram, and you're like, oh, there's those shoes again. And <laughs> look at that, they're offering me 10% off. How did they know I wanted those shoes? They went they um, with me, they saw me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That essentially is what retargeting is. Um, it's basically uh, being able to show up back show up again in front of people who have already expressed interest in your brand, whether that's them visiting your website, um, visiting a sales page, maybe even just engaging with um, your Facebook or Instagram, any sort of action that may, uh, that may uh, lead to the fact that someone would be interested in you. You can um, basically create an audience to Facebook to show back up in front of that person. That's called retargeting. So retargeting works really well when you are finally going for that sale. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that Facebook can't be used to generate sales, but they're just not used to generate sales to cold traffic because it's not how business and relationships work, right? Yeah. That's just not typically how it works. Um, mm -hmm. Facebook, I would almost think of your Facebook ads like dating, right? You have to date your customers. You can't just show up and ask for marriage on the first date. <laughs> you have to first, right? Get like you have to take them out on their first date. You have to wine and dine them a little bit and continue to build that relationship until finally retargeting now is when you're coming back to ask for that sale or ask for that their hand in marriage. Yeah. I so, love that. What an analogy. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you went on a first date and someone said, will you marry me? You'd be like, whoa, I don't even know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. That's such a great way of looking at it. So does, can anyone ever be successful? Because I've seen, not loads, but I have seen some people sell almost what I would describe as seller lead magnet. So maybe it's $7 or it's $5 or it's something like that. But really it's an ad because they are trying to build people up. Do you think that works or do you think it's better just to 100% lead with free value, nurture, nurture, nurture? 
That's a good question. And I would say that things are sort of changing in the digital landscape where I, I do see there are more people now running ads to lower price point offers and not just going straight to the free route. And again, I wouldn't say there's any one right or wrong strategy to do that. Um, I would say the great thing about ads is you can always test. Yeah. So if you're wondering, is this a good strategy for me? You can test it. But from what I found, typically, typically when you're um, like that advertising to cold traffic, it's best to lead with value. And that's just sort of a marketing principle that I try to live by in everything that I do is how can I give first before I ask of somebody? Because typically when I do that, it results in, a, in, in something better than, you know, when I, when I try to find a way to get to the sale quicker. So um, I think it's best to lead with free value, but I, I do see that there are people starting to um, run ads to more smaller price point offers. And I think that can work, but you have to have the right business for that too, right? Um, I think that if they're doing that, then again, they have the right product suite to maybe lead people into another smaller price point offer and then maybe something smaller, but they're not trying to go from a five or $7 thing to now work with me on a high ticket level, right? Like that's not really happening. So yeah. I think it all has to come down to, again, just knowing like what your intention is with the platform and then what that customer journey is going to look like on the back end and making sure that you're showing up appropriately um, on Facebook for that to like make sense on the back end. Yeah. yeah. I guess it comes back to know your product, know your audience and tailor it to that. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. second kind of nitty gritty question I have, and this again is based on my use of Facebook ads, my kind of very limited use. So you're the expert. What is it? I know when you're using, using ads manager and I want to call it a relevant score. It's this number that seems to be like one to 10. Does that still exist? What does it mean? I've had this conversation with some of my friends and we're like, I'm at a seven, I'm at an eight, I'm at a four. What is it? Can you just shed some light on that for us? Yes. I love that. Um, so as of, I want to say like maybe June, July of last year, 2019 mm -hmm. relevant scores are no longer a thing. So ah. they've replaced relevant scores. Um, but yes, it used to be a scale one to 10, 10 being the best of how relevant your ad was to your audience. Cause I always say that the way you win with Facebook ads is you're relevant to your audience. Mm -hmm. Facebook wants to reward advertisers that are creating good experiences on their platform because that's going to keep their users on their platform. That's going to keep their users happy. So if you're creating that as an advertiser, they're going to reward you and they're going to give you better ad costs and they're going to show your ads to more people. Yeah. So, um, so sorry, I kind of got off on a, <laughs> on a tangent there. It's the um, <laughs> So, sorry, remind me of your question again. So it was, I, I can I can see that obviously relevant score doesn't exist anymore. Has it been replaced by something? Oh, okay, yeah. It, yeah, so yeah, that's what I was saying is it has been replaced. So now instead of a relevant score of like one to 10, Facebook gives you what's called a quality score. And they actually give it to you in, in three different categories. I, I believe it's conversion, engagement, and quality. Um, and, and instead of being one to 10, they give you above average, average or below average, Ooh. which is kind of interesting. So now instead of, which I kind of like better because instead of being like, Oh, you know, it's, it's a six, not a seven. How can I, and kind of being so finicky about like the individual numbers. Mm -hmm. Now you can look at it a little bit more objectively and say, okay, I'm average, like, which is good. Or I'm above average, which great. I'm, I'm killing it. <laughs> or you can look at certain areas and go, okay, I'm below average here. And then that gives you a better idea of where you can improve your ad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't go, I won't go too much into depth into it on this, um, podcast because it's a lot of information but Facebook actually has like a really helpful graph on their website 
that goes in that breaks down the quality scores and if you are below average on any of them they actually give you some tips on like maybe tweak your copy or maybe tweak this depending on what you're coming up as below average and like what um in what area if that makes sense so i really like the new way that they give you this um information because like i said instead of a one to ten i back in the day i used to have ads where the quality score might have been or the relevant score sorry might have been like a four or five which isn't great but the ad was performing well right and i was mm -hmm. still getting a great cost per lead and on the back end people were buying and i had a good you know row as and mm -hmm. and it's fine and so relevant score didn't always necessarily tell you how good or bad your ad was doing it kind of mm -hmm. did but not really where now I feel like these new metrics like more specifically tell you exactly where things can be fixed. And it's a little bit clearer now to make decisions based off of that where before we'd sort of have to guess. <laughs> yeah. And I think this has just given me massive insight into the fact that I shouldn't shy away from things because you can tell. So I haven't seen a Facebook ad since the relevant school was a thing. So I haven't used it in a long time, clearly. And it was because it was confusing and it was because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I, I felt like I was probably pumping money into something that I wasn't doing correctly and therefore it was a waste of that investment. So actually mm -hmm. for there now to be new ways and people like you who know what they're doing, like in the same way that if someone said, oh, Victoria, I really want to know how to program my subconscious mind. Like I would say, right, I know how to do that. Let me show you. Don't, don't try it on your own because it'd be so much easier if you have someone who can lead you through it because then it's so straightforward. And I bet your customers, your clients say exactly the same thing when they've worked with you. Yeah, definitely. Because there, there are, there are a lot of moving pieces. Um, but like you said, if you just have somebody sort of guide you in the right direction and just give you a roadmap that you can follow, it makes it so much easier and, um, kind of just can guarantee that you'll get, you know, get results and have success with ads because ads definitely work. I hear this a lot where people are like, do Facebook ads actually work? Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a silly question to ask because it, it, they absolutely work, right? Like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, just how well they can work on yeah. exactly what level. Um, so it's not about whether they can or can't, but it's about how can you make them work for your business and really taking the time to think about that and go through that. And if you do that, like I said, I believe everyone, anyone can have success with Facebook ads. Yeah. Okay. So what I would love to ask you now is kind of three top tips for anyone starting out with ads, because I, I am so sure there are going to be a group of people who currently can't have their brick and mortar businesses, or they can't go to networking events, or they can't speak at events in the same way. And they're suddenly thinking, how do I tell people what I do? They've never used ads before, maybe, or they've like me kind of dabbled and thought, oh, this is so confusing. What would you give as your kind of three top tips for using ads in people's businesses? Yes. Okay. So if you're ready to dive into Facebook ads, I would first start by, like I said, really taking time to come up with a plan. You wouldn't go on a road trip without pulling up the GPS or having a map, right? Just like you shouldn't start running Facebook ads without really having a plan. So knowing what is your goal, getting clear on who the audience is that you want to reach, having an idea of what your messaging is and what you want to say, and then knowing what it is that you're going to offer them. And so then my next step would be by thinking about what is that free thing that you can lead with. Mm -hmm. um, really getting clear on that. If you don't already have a freebie, then um, I'd start by creating one. If you have one, I'd start by really pushing that maybe even organically first and just making sure it's one that is effective and works and people like it before you start spending money promoting it on a mass scale. Um, I think that would probably be my second, my second piece of advice. And then my third piece of advice would just be to 
don't rush and just have patience in the process. I think whenever we're doing anything to invest money into our business and spend money you know, on marketing, we're like so excited to see the results and see the return. Mm-hmm. Um, but Facebook ads, it's a process. Like I said, it's, it's not about whether they can or can't work. It's about how can you make them work. And so until you can figure that out, you'll probably have to do some testing and some tweaking initially. And so just have patience with yourself and know that most people don't have success right away, but it's the people who take the time to figure it out that end up having long-term success and can have really massive results with them. So just be patient and don't rush it and don't rush it by like pressing the boost button. Like I said, really make sure you have a plan, (laughs) use the ads manager and just um, do it the right way. And even those simple steps alone, I think will set people up to be in a better position to use them. Yeah. Awesome. So get clear, have a good lead magnet, test it, have some patience and do not press that boost button. (laughs) (laughs) That is advice for us all. Do not press the boost button. That's, that's awesome. Jamie, thank you so much. I think I've gained so much from this and I know there are going to be so many people listening who have taken so many golden nuggets for this, but where can people find out more? So if people are like, right, who is this Jamie lady? I know I need to follow her. I need to know how she can support me. How can people do that? Yeah, definitely. So I would just love it if anyone would like, would like to connect with me to just give me a follow on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Um, that's where I hang out most. And I just feel like it's the easiest place for us to actually get to know each other. So I'm on Instagram at the ad expert. So the ad expert, um, instead of my name, Jamie, um, my name is not spelled so simply. So I figured this is the easiest way to just get people there. And, um, yeah, I'd love for you to connect there. And then if not, you can always check out my website, jamietarchist.com and, um, and find me there. Yeah. Awesome. And I know that you've got some new things happening in sort of May time. You've got a new program. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about that or is it on your Instagram? How would you like to do that? Yeah, I'd love to just quickly tell everyone about it. Um, so yeah, I have a, a group coaching program actually for Facebook and Instagram ads that's called Ads That Amplify. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it's an eight week program. It starts again in the middle of May. And over the eight weeks, I help coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs um, figure out how to use Facebook ads and Instagram ads to generate a consistent uh, or create a consistent lead generation system that can grow your business and generate sales on the back end. So I teach you everything that there is to know about setting up ads, using the Facebook pixel, how to target your audience, what to say, all like kind of all the stuff that we briefly talked about in today's mm-hmm. episode, but in a much more in-depth level over eight weeks. So that by the end of it, you have ads that are up and running through your business, consistently bringing in new leads, growing your audience um, and doing it affordably so that you can, like I said, continue to grow and scale. So um, if anyone's interested in learning more about that, um, like I said, it's called Ads That Amplify and you can go to adsthatamplify.com. That will take you to, um, right now I have a wait list for that um, that is open and then you'll be the first to know as soon as the doors are officially open for the program. Brilliant. And yeah, you just mentioned the Facebook pixel there. We didn't even touch on that. And I know that is an incredible tool for tracking. And so I will make sure all of those links, your Instagram and the link to the wait list and your website, I'll make sure that's all in the show notes. So if anyone is listening and you're on a walk, you're at the gym and you don't have a pen, don't worry, it will all be in the show notes. And you can always contact me. Um, People can always get in touch with me if they want to find out more and they they couldn't find the information. So I just want to say a massive thank you, Jamie. This has been so helpful helpful. Thank you for sharing your information with us. And I hope you have a brilliant day.
Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. This is such a fun chat and um, I hope you have a good rest of your day too. Brilliant. Awesome. Right. Speak to you soon, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.